0: While staying here at Erveldum, if you were assisting me, you would be provided by the government at my expense. The current exit to this floor, from what my intelligence has found, it all hinges on this society specifically obtaining this resource. Daniel,
1: you think managing me is so hard? Managing you is so hard. With your yapping about engineering and-
2: I don't like Draken and I don't follow his orders.
0: All of you have been provided with what looks to be a very sleek, dark card with a silver chip on it. Hmm. Oh my God, let's bankrupt
1: them. I love this. I love this. I love this. I love it so much. Elias is going to hate it, but I love it. I'm buying it.
0: Your attendance is expected at the gala. It is at 6 p.m. at the Capitol building.
2: Sometimes in the face of great evil, you simply have to smile and pretend it's not there until everything is done.
0: Welcome back to the Odd Campaign. We're on season three, episode sixteen. From what I've been informed and what I have down in my notes, and when last we left off, our intrepid adventurers have adventured their ways into a gala. So, without any further ado, please give me a nice character introduction and a recap of your favorite part from last episode.
2: Hi, guys. I'm Snow, and I play Snow in the podcast. She is the leader of the Odd Guild, alongside with her faithful wolf companion, Nachia. Who is the king? That's right, Nichia, you good boy. Oh. I would have to say that Snowshaver part was getting the dress from Her Majesty because it is mm. fantastic, and despite whatever Draken thinks, it is an amazing dress. Thank you.
3: It's a little gaudy. You're a little gaudy. She's not wrong.
2: Hi, my name is RL, and I play
4: Elias, the totally cool Russian spy who is definitely a Russian spy. She enjoys... Getting dressed up and going to
2: galas. And is um, very excited
0: to... And that's what's happening.
2: That's what's happening. No. This, she is excited to have this opportunity in a game. I just think it's really fun. I thought you were going to go with... She enjoys going long walks in the park and alongside beaches. Like, I was just waiting for that
0: to be part of your I intro. I like rainy days and book reading and long walks on the beach.
3: Hi, everyone. My name is Daniel, and I play Daniel because I'm original... I'm the resident cleric of the group and mostly spend my time healing Sal. Uh, My favorite part of the last episode was getting that new watch or watches because uh, one of them has a whole bunch of extra functions and features that I'm sure will come in handy at some point.
1: And I'm Mohit. I play the aforementioned Sal. Sal is the resident screw up bard of the group. Sal's favorite part of last episode is getting a salmon-colored suit, very on theme with his uh, fish-like nature.
2: I think we all just wanted to get dressed up. Apparently,
0: everyone just likes nice clothes, Uh and I I should just let you guys go shopping more often. Oh, hey, I'm Wilson. I am Snow's right-hand man of the group. I am a Cavalier. I ride Angus, and my favorite part of last episode was getting to see Snow in her dress and knowing that she somehow made it here on her own. Um, hi, I'm Selena. Uh, I'm Callahan's younger sister and the resident druid. Uh, I feel out of place because there are no animals, and arachne, uh, it, it, there are, apparently aren't very many spiders. This place is very clean. Uh, but my favorite part of last episode is the fact that we didn't die even after getting lost, when we could have just made a left-hand turn and went straight down Main Street, but instead... Took like 17 minutes to go around like 19 different blocks because Snow doesn't know where directions are. But
2: we made it. I feel targeted.
0: Hi, I'm Draken, leader of Dark Guild. You don't get to know what class I am. Other than that, my favorite part is the fact that they actually fell for my ploy and they're actually at the gala here. Hopefully they'll be useful. More than likely not.
4: Man, you just love making us hate Draken, don't you?
0: He's just Sundere. But without further ado, as we have previously mentioned, everyone is very dapper right now and has made their way into a gala. This gala is one you were invited to by none other than Draken, previously mentioned as well. And he said this is a state-held gala in the main building for the government. Roll initiative. Who gets to go first at a gala? I rolled
2: a one. You
0: rolled a one?
2: (laughs) I rolled a nine.
0: Okay. Four. Fourteen. Fourteen. Nine. Yeah, so add your initiative, which for most of you should just be your dexterity. Oh, wait. I didn't know you could do that. Okay. That's what initiative is. We are on season three. Still doesn't know how to roll combat initiative. Okay, 18. Ooh, there we go. Lower score goes first. Higher score goes first. My
3: total's a nine.
0: Total's also a nine? Wow, a lot of nines going around. Right,
3: my total after decks is uh, 12.
0: Okay, well then, Daniel and Elias, I'm gonna need you to roll a tiebreaker. So both of you roll your initiative again, because I need to see who's higher. I swear if both of you roll the same number.
4: Well, it's a 13, it's one higher than I got before.
0: 10 total.
4: Did you roll a 10 too? He also yes. rolled a 10. <laughs>
0: oh okay, God. roll
1: it
2: a third time, please. <laughs> That is Im- a one in
1: 400 <laughs> times
0: 400 chance. They're of that
1: meant for happened.
2: each other. It was a two.
0: Okay.
3: Okay, good. 22.
0: Hey, still a lot of twos going around, but they are different numbers. So, well, Daniel's going first between Elias and himself. But other than that, I do believe the order is going to be oh. Sal up first. Then we're going to go to Daniel. But Daniel, you're
3: with Sal. I'm more just following him from afar. I don't want Just kind of keeping an eye, keep an <laughs> an eye on okay. him,
0: making sure he doesn't do anything too stupid? Yes. Okay. So if you want to, you can, because you are second in the turn order anyways, uh, interrupt him at any point if you see that he's getting up to what you deem to be no good. Other than that, so it will go, Sal, Daniel, then Elias, followed by Snow. Yes. When last we left off, I do believe you are making your way to the bar. hmm So you do indeed see that there is a long outstretched bar with a number of stools sat before it, a bunch of wine and champagne glasses hanging upside down from a little ceiling fixture, and multiple bottles of various forms of alcohol behind an individual. My kind of party. And you see a gentleman behind the counter who is currently mixing drinks.
1: Well, hey, I'll have a martini. Stirred, not shaken.
0: All right. Martini, stirred, not shaken. Coming right up. Oh my god, his
1: voice. Okay. It's like uh, uh can, I, can I perception check the stools? Sure. I'm looking to see if there's anyone there.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, because I was going to tell you that you do see butts on the stools, because uh, you were perception checking specifically the stools.
1: Well, uh, describe these
0: people for me. <laughs> uh, is there anyone sitting next to me is what I'm asking. So there is an individual sitting next to you, actually. There are a couple of people th- who don't seem to stay too long at the bar. Uh, They come, they order their drinks, they walk up, they leave. They're standing there for a few moments while they're being prepared, but there's one individual who seems to be sitting at the bar. He has his hand on his chin and he's kind of harumphed over there. Like, he does not seem to be having quite as good of a time as everyone else at this gala. Oh, what's wrong there, bud? As you say this, you are directing it toward a man with a scraggy beard and thick round purple glasses uh, with gold fixtures, and he seems to be wearing a white tux, white pants and a white cap on him. Ugh, this place is a drag. Ah, oh, come on, please, what about this is a drag? What do you mean, all these stuffy old geezers just kinda of parading themselves around? There isn't anything exciting here. All this political discourse, it's just so lame. Ah, oh, tell me about it. I wish there was a way to jazz things up a little. I wish we could just have a nice club party. That's what I'm saying. Where are the beats? Where's the music? Where's the excitement? The lights? The fog?
1: All right, give me one second, man. Alice? Yes. Is there any way that I can play my music within this within this place? Is there any like? Just, yes. Is there any, yeah.
0: You go ahead and you use your summon guitar tattoo, and you can play your guitar.
1: Okay. All right. See you later, Alice. Alrighty. Goodbye.
0: Okay. Like, I'm not normally from around here, but let me tell you, this place is not very impressive. Everyone o- normally asks me to lighten up the vibes, but it's my day off. Hey, listen, if you wouldn't mind bringing a little life to this party, I hear all of the music here is actually pre recorded and that there's a booth in the back, but there's just some old fogies stuck back there playing the same tracks on repeat. Oh, you don't say? I well,
4: said, I thought you said there was a live orchestra. Are they faking it?
1: They're faking it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, just, they're just playing instruments
0: into the void. Here, like I said, it's my day off. So, and he kind of, uh, roll a sleight of hand for me real quick. You said sleight of hand? Yes. Uh, seven. Okay, luckily his is a lot higher than yours. You fumble around with it, but he seems to very smoothly just kind of shake your hand and pass to you what feels like a key. You go to the door underneath the staircase over there in the back corner of the room, you'll be able to get in. Behind there, you'll find a booth with a one-sided glass wall that overlooks the entire venue. Perfect. Can you do me a solid, though? Sure, what do you need?
1: You see that, uh, interestingly-dressed person over there, and I point to Daniel?
0: Oh, it's a very dapper fellow. I really like his shades of green. All right, we'll keep him, keep him... Wait, no, you were wearing a black suit, weren't you? Yes. Blue tie. Ugh. Little standard and boring. Not very original if you ask me. All right, we'll keep him company, okay? I don't want
1: him following me to that booth. Hopefully he's more exciting than he looks. Well, we can
0: try. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go to the door. You make your way. You have to travel quite a distance. It seems like it's over 100 feet away. You have to make your way around some of the circular tables that are set up. Each table seems to have roughly 10 seats around it. Each one of the tables having a number. And they're all situated around a square dance floor, which seems as if it has a chandelier hanging above it. But you eventually maneuver your way around from the bar, which is currently in the right foremost corner of the room. And you have to walk your way all the way to the staircase, which is on the opposite side of the room. Once you do get over there, though, you find a metal door with a golden knob. It seems no larger than it could house nothing but a coat closet, but you turn the doorknob and it is locked. I use the uh, key. After using the key, it does seem to creak eerily open, and initially it does seem like it is a small room, but after stepping inside, it seems very well lit, and it does function as he described a, there is a one-sided glass wall peering out into the entire gala and there's a little bit of a metal staircase leading up to a gentleman at a chair who does seem to just kind of be almost sleeping with headphones on uh and he's sleeping at a booth
3: is daniel able to make his way where Sal is
0: so you do you manage to see that sao talks to an interesting gentleman the white suit isn't all that out of place here, but they're, they're very large purple glasses, scruffy, very unkept beard. It seems like his shirt was unbuttoned not all the way up. And you see, after having a brief conversation with this gentleman, Sal walked away, and he w- started walking to the back corner of the room.
3: So during this time, am I able to kind not? Intercept sounds a bit too...
0: He has a little bit of a head start on you, but you, after pushing your way through the crowds, are able to follow him, and you reach the same door that he does after he has took a, taken a step inside. Sal, so, what are you doing?
1: I'm lighting in the mood. This party's a drag.
3: Daniel pauses for a moment, exhales deeply in just pure frustration. Okay, come on, man. It's not... Okay, I don't exactly think this party was meant to metaphorically set the world alight. It's kind of just a mingling thing between people in a polite way. Oh, trust me, Daniel, my
1: music is magical. If we're here to uh, talk to some politicians and get a job done, then my music will do the trick.
3: See... I don't disagree that this isn't the most exciting thing in the world. However, I also don't want Draken to try and kill us for making a scene.
1: Oh, I'll tell you a scene. You see that uh, orchestra over there? Or should I say quote unquote orchestra?
3: Daniel does not look over at the orchestra.
1: All right. Well, if you look at them, they're not playing any instruments. It's all pre-recorded. Look, we're talking right now and this guy's still sleeping. The same tracks on repeat. He pressed the repeat button. Okay. Monotonous. It's going to put these politicians to sleep. Snow's not going to get anything done. So we got to do our jobs right. Okay. Daniel, now if you'll excuse me, I'm going to put on a show.
3: I'm going to try grabbing Sal's arm and prevent him from trying to take over the music.
0: Okay. So Sal is trying to step into this booth. You're currently roll outside escape the door. Artist. Uh, Daniel, please roll to grapple. Sal, please roll escape artist. Uh, Ten. Ten. escape artist. You don't have any points in escape artist, do you?
1: I do. I do. I have eight points in escape Oh, you just rolled really low That's unfortunate. Let's see if he grapples
0: you
3: in the first place. I rolled a 20 and my CMB is a nine.
0: Uh, yeah, so you're definitely grappled. He has his hands on you and just out of nowhere, seemingly, you just hear a whoa, daddy-o. chill the vibes. You're cramping the mood. And it's directed towards you, Daniel. Okay. Listen, I am actually in charge of festivities normally. Just not this venue in particular. Do you, did you wonder how Sal here got the key to this establishment? He has my permission. If anything backfires, it'll just come back on me. It's fine.
3: Daniel gives him a very suspicious glance. Would you like my card? And he hands you a sheet of paper. If you are suspicious, you may. Oh yeah, motive. definitely. I'm going to roll a sense motive on this man. 22 total
0: you have a 17 in sense motive? I
3: do. (laughs) He doesn't like being lied to.
2: He is a cleric.
0: That's fair. You sense that this individual is someone of musical affiliation, but is not necessarily in charge of this venue. You do believe that he gave Sal the key, but you do not believe that he was supposed to have the key.
3: How about this? How about Sal and I go... And sit down and we can discuss what sort of music that would, you know, liven the mood up a bit. Uh, I don't even care
1: anymore. Let's just get back to the bar. Oh, what a bummer. I, this guy. Not me. Alright,
0: listen. Just, hopefully, I'm gonna be here for a few more hours, unfortunately. But if you guys could just do something to make this monotonous evening somewhat enjoyable before the night's end, it would be greatly appreciated. All right. And I'm gonna go over to the uh the
1: where the sleeping person is. Sure. Um there's that pre recorder thing, right? Yeah. It's so on
0: repeat. You a- see a number of buttons, but one of them does seem to be pushed in and read. Okay, I'm just gonna unpush them. Wait, isn't okay. he
2: still being held by Daniel?
0: Does Daniel let go of him?
3: Not yet. No. So
0: you're trying to walk towards this booth. Okay. Uh, up the, the stairs and Daniel's just kind of clamping onto your arm.
1: Daniel, I'm going to do just one real quick thing. Do you
3: just want to take it just... off of repeat? Yes. I just want to take it okay. off of repeat. Okay. That I can... Al- uh, that is fine. It's god awful. Okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely. At this point, after five hours, I think we'd all be going nuts. Okay. I'm going to
1: go.
0: I'm going to press the button. fine right. and, and I guess we're going to make our way. It... It... On, indents itself from the panel and it is no longer glowing red, but it is glowing a bright blue much like all of the other buttons that are here There seem to be a number of buttons and sliders attached to this framework of a system What happens to the music the music continues to play for now. Okay, Uh,
1: I'm gonna keep a close eye I want to keep a close eye on the orchestra. I just want to see if they
0: change what they're doing. So Really quick uh, Both Daniel and Sal if you could roll for me a perception
3: (laughs) Crit fail 22. Uh, but So, 15 total.
0: Uh, Daniel sees nothing out of the ordinary as if everything is continuing normally. And it is very nice because it is all as it should be. Nothing out of place. (laughs) So, on the other hand, I need for you to roll a either knowledge engineering or knowledge arcana, whatever you have the highest in. So, 17. 17. With your perceptive eyes and your rudimentary knowledge and understanding of engineering, after all, you have been stuck with Daniel for quite a long time, you can see as if it appears that the orchestra isn't actually physically there. It is a projection. Daniel?
3: Yeah? Look at the orchestra. It's a hologram. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's really cool. You should
1: figure out how to do that so we can... Oh my god, we could fool so many
3: people. Okay, for once... You and I are in agreement. First of many, my friend. First of many. Hopefully. Hopefully. And with that, Daniel
0: and Sal make their way back to the bar to just discuss more agreeable terms for the music that Sal wishes to perform. Daniel attempting to keep him in somewhat of a restraint. And with that, we make our way over to Elias.
3: I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm just imagining Daniel just lecturing Sao on the properties of the thermodynamics for hours. And I'm hours. just trying to be
1: like,
0: yo, I just want to play the guitar, man. Like,
3: <laughs> like, can you stop,
0: please? Elias and Wilson have found themselves still at the aforementioned booth that they were previously at, where an individual is handing out the appropriate table numbers per the individual's invitations.
2: Wait, Wilson came
4: with me? Yeah, Wilson's here. All right. Let will walk-up to the the guy that was handing out tables.
0: Hello, good evening, miss. Happy to have you here.
4: Oh, hello. Uh, I was wondering, uh, where perhaps would we sit, uh, or what exactly is the style of dance for this uh, gala today?
0: Oh, uh, well, right now I do believe that they're playing a waltz. Just a simple two or four step would probably suffice. Uh, You could do a Venetian if you wanted. Um, Other than that, uh, what was your name?
4: Well, they already know, like, all of your information, so it would be a Elias man.
0: Oh, wonderful. I have you right here. You were with a couple of other individuals. I do believe you're going to be over at table number 10. It's going to be right over there on the left hand side. Uh, you'll find it in line with all the other even numbers. And he points over to the left side of the building.
4: Can I perception just see if important people look like they're sitting there? <laughs> that is 25 perception.
0: As of right now, you actually see that table number 10 is situated on the edge of the dance floor on the same side as the banquet table, uh, which is up against the left-hand side walls, complete directly opposed to the bar on the left-hand side. And it seems as if far in the corner over there on the left-hand side, there is a bunch of individuals all very finely dressed, and you do see as if one particular person is being somewhat crowded, and you can very clearly see, due to her radiant attire, that it seems like Snow may even be moving over that way.
4: Hmm, it looks like our leader might already have the situation under control. It looks like, But I remember there being wa- more than at least one important
0: person here. Well, uh, if, I, if, if I remember correctly, I think there were... Six High Council members and Draken said that all the High Council members should be here. Hmm. But who knows, they could all be sitting at the same table.
4: That is true. They are the High Council. Hmm. Maybe we should try and steal one of them for a dance.
0: Uh, we could definitely try. Well, well, why don't we get Selena and me situated up over at the table first? And that way, yes, uh, yes, once yes. everyone else has done whatever they're doing, uh, they'll, they'll know where we'll all be because we're going be at our table.
4: Alright, uh, so, uh, will walk with them over to the table.
0: What would be the walking order? It's somewhat cramped. Would there be any individual, particularly in the front or the back?
4: Mm, uh, Aaliyah would be leading the front. She is the tallest and knows how to weave her way through a crowd.
0: So, maneuvering your way very expertly through the crowd, you push your way through these very nicely structured tables and individuals who seem to be leaving plenty of space in the primary walkways, and eventually you do make it to your table number 10.
4: Alright, I don't know if you guys know how to probably uh, let ballroom dance if you are classically trained or not, but a dance is a great way to learn a lot of information about a person in a short amount of time.
0: I, even, I haven't even had prom yet.
4: I don't know what prom is, but
0: <laughs> Oh, don't worry, I haven't been to a prom either. No one ever asked me. Uh, What is prom? What is prom? Oh, uh, prom's this thing uh, we have in America. Uh, I guess you don't have it in Russia, or at least not where you went. Uh, But effectively, it's this big dance at the end of the year at schools that mostly the seniors and the juniors go to, the people who are about to graduate. Uh, And it's just this big dance where it's normally really fun, and normally everyone goes and has a date
4: big dance full of very old people seniors and very young people
0: juniors no 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 there normally aren't old people it's normally mostly all of the seniors no by seniors and juniors I mean the people who are about to graduate
4: oh, oh American <laughs> system of uh, uh, schooling it's yes so dumb. The,
0: the 11th and the 12th grade
4: again that does not help me Okay, My the
0: people who are about to graduate so. from school all of those people they go to the dance mm. normally I- unless they don't because they don't have anyone to go with.
4: I studied at a very prestigious academy and we had dances at least one to two times per a couple of months. Uh, they were to train us and for perhaps this situation if it might rise. Like this one. You can just forget it. Anyway. anyway. So I believe when we came in, there was a man at the table that got like, I do think that they probably should get the names of the...
0: Uh, High council members first. Oh, probably- uh, well when we were on our train ride over snow actually asked some of the people these questions. But I guess you were drugged and unconscious. Oh, maybe mo- yeah.
4: So- Could you list them for me? I believe there's uh, mo- there's
0: definitely more than one. So there there there's six. There's uh Leopold von Amnus, Jasper von What does you think it should be. Is that with a Z or an S? It's with a Z. Benedict Don Tara, Blanche Orbis. That's not a real name. (laughs) Beatrice Le Ignis. Camille L'Asimus. Camille Lasinus. From what I've seen is almost all of the women have Le before their last name. And almost all of the men have Vaughn in front of their last name. Okay, okay. With the exception of Don Terra. So he's Don instead of Vaughn for some reason.
4: All right. Okay, let's do this. And Elias has a very determined look on her face. Uh,
0: okay. Well, I'm going to let you do whatever that is. I don't know what this is, but you go do that. Try to stay out of trouble, okay? I'm going to I'm just get, get some bread, because when Snow gets back, she's probably going to want some.
4: Just bread? Do you see this bread they have out? It's I know. So it's, it looks so fluffy. Maybe grab me um, uh, a piece of cake or a pie. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I can get you cake.
0: That's no problem. Just
4: leave it at the table. I will get okay. it later. Sure. All right. Now, now focus. No fold. No food. Focus.
0: All right. And go. it seems as if Wilson and Selena are making their way over to the banquet table to procure meals for all of the guild and some desserts and various pastries of the sort, which they believe that everyone will like. Meanwhile, Elias begins to walk off.
4: I Go. Can I, pres- do I have the perception for the uh big bald guy? that you. Please did? do perception. That's a 16.
0: You do see the individual. He seems to be off in the back left-hand corner, and you are laser locked onto this individual. Uh, you are relatively close to him, and you begin walking right over that way.
4: Wait, um, I do want to make another perception check. For anyone that might be alone and standing in a corner, sure. kind of away from everybody, distancing sure. themselves, just watching, that is a 30 total
0: you see an individual in a white suit and white pants with a white cap and purple glasses as he seems to be kind of huddled over in the corner, resting up against a wall, kind of peering out over everyone. Outside of that, there doesn't really seem to be anyone who's not very engaged, except for a number of well-dressed, large-looking individuals standing outside of that initial crowd I mentioned in the back left-hand corner. It seems like they're very close to the conglomeration of people, but they aren't really engaged in the conversation. In fact, they have their backs faced towards all of the other individuals who are over there, and they seem to be staring out and watching over the crowd. And that is actually where you see the individual you were looking for. He seems to be doing something very similar, where he is stood there in a very nice black blazer with a white button down, but his arms are crossed and he's kind of peering over the situation as a whole.
4: Hmm. Do Maybe Alias thinks to herself, so objective number one, find an objective, <laughs> objective number two, ask objective to dance and impress them with your luxurious dancing skills and the wonderful conversation manners. The question is who to pick out. Everybody looks so fancy.
0: So you're currently standing here at the edge of the dance floor because that's where the border of your table is. You started walking up a little bit further towards the back left. But as you do, you feel a tug on your arm and you're actually pulled onto the dance floor and actually somewhat forcefully just begin to start dancing at the command of some gentleman who has whisked you away.
4: Ah, ah, hello.
0: And you would be... It's an absolutely lovely evening we're having tonight, don't you think?
3: Oh my <laughs> no. god! Gio, Gio, no! No, no, Gio, no, 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 no! Rip
0: my ears. <laughs> I couldn't help but notice you as you were walking in. A rather bold entrance statement, don't you think?
3: <gasps>
0: I'm gonna cry! No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, been, I'm so scared! I've been waiting for this for two weeks! If you feel like you need to please roll will. <laughs> you you have been whisked away and are now dancing with Stefan. I
3: still I still see him as Alexander Anderson from uh, Helsing Ultimate. That is the only way I can see him. I just still see him as Steven Merchant from, yeah, Jojo, just, Rabbit just that,
1: just giant from Jojo
3: Rabbit. Just giant
4: Quintin, my heart? my heart is literally pounding. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm not even joking. My heart is pounding. I can feel it in my chest. I'm I'll, so worried.
0: I'll be darned if this is not the most memorable night, I mean, the most memorable moment you have from this evening.
4: <laughs> I'm shaking all of my eyes. <laughs> Anything but, a, anything but a negative crit anything but a negative crit and she'll be able to keep it together. That is not a negative crit. It's such a low roll but it, it, is, is a, it is a low roll. She role. will be very irritated. Okay, that's fine. Ah, uh,
0: You. You have this look of intense disdain and fervor on your face. I feel like we got off to a bad start, the two of us. Oh, do you? And if you think about it, me and you are just about the same. I don't know where we're almost
4: the same height now. I'm a little bit not taller than I was before. And why don't you have duties to be attending to?
0: My job description's rather vague.
4: And that would be?
0: All the same as yours, wouldn't you think?
4: Elias raises an eyebrow. So for that, I'm
0: going to give you a piece of advice. Don't assume things are as they seem. And if you're somewhere you don't think you should be, maybe be a little bit more discreet. And he pulls you a little closer and almost whispers something in your ear. Oliver Jackson's still alive. How do you know that?
4: Elias narrows her eyes. She was letting her guard down just ever so slightly. She narrows her eyes. How would you know that? I watched him die. I literally watched him die. I trailed him for two weeks, and he died from a pack of stupid freaking dire wolves. Are you saying this that loud? Are you whispering? No, I'm, I'm also whispering to him. Also, how would you know? How would you know what I would want to know? You make me very uncomfortable.
0: Well, that's only under the assumption if I was your enemy. Think of me as an ally. And now...
4: And what would give me the inclination to do that?
0: Well, let's see. You've pointed a gun at my face twice now, and I haven't yet responded. We're dancing here quite cordially. And I gave you a little bit of information on what, from my understanding, was your goal. It's terrible to have not have a purpose in your life. Especially when trapped in a reality you don't want to be.
4: Are you not a program? I am so confused. Why would I be a program?
0: There are many hyper-intelligent organisms that we have been able to create here in Veldom, but I am not one of them, but...
4: So you're telling me you are coming from the real world?
0: This is... Well, last time I checked, this was the real world, now wasn't it? Real enough for any of us here? Let's just say this, that... The individual you are looking for began before his untimely demise to unravel a lot of mysteries and missing components to a lot of his theories, and was inevitably successful.
4: He was successful in his mission, and Elias has a very worried look on her face.
0: Now, it would appear as if he was successful in a degree that he did not intend, but it inevitably enabled him to preserve himself. With that being said, he hasn't been able to report back to the individuals he wanted to.
4: How could I be so stupid, of course?
0: But if I were looking anywhere, I would start by looking into the facilities surrounding Camille Lassimus.
4: Camille Lassimus? That is one of the High Council members.
0: But maybe, like I said, be a little more discreet.
4: Your information did prove quite helpful. I am sorry of my aggression towards you, but you do realize how your information of me makes me highly uncomfortable.
0: Do you not? Indeed I do, but just understand this. The community and the family, they care, and...
4: Eleus gets very close to his face. I appreciate what you have done.
0: Just trying to be an upstanding citizen, and as quickly as the dance began, it is over, and you are left standing there and despite his height he seems to have almost blended into the crowd and with that we move to snow who like Elias just now has also been whisked away by a somewhat unsavory fellow someone who puts a bad taste in her mouth as well as she is arms interlocked and laced with Draken
2: Draken how long are you going to trail me around with you
0: well seeing as we've only gone about 15 feet uh, a- I was hoping for at least 15 more. <laughs> Uh, there was an individual that, uh, I'd like you to meet his acquaintance.
2: Ugh. yes, but still, I don't need to be dragged around. I can walk on my own.
0: There are appearances that need to be upheld. So, now listen, trust me, sometimes appearances need to be kept so that I can vouch for you, especially in certain circumstances where, uh, you are a little less known for now.
2: All right, fine. But when this is over, you owe me a lot touching me and all this nonsense.
0: Oh, don't pretend like you don't like it.
3: (laughs) And as...
1: I'm uncomfortable. And as... I'm
3: uncomfortable.
0: That's Daniel. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) He says this as you eventually make your way to what you can assume would be his destination as you have reached a conglomeration of people in the back left-hand corner in which you are promptly stopped by some rather large individuals in black suits. By
2: the way, when he says that, Snow's face gets really red like a blush. It, it's embarrassment, but also frustration.
0: You can see that Draken appears to have his gaze locked. And please roll a perception check for me real quick. 30. You can clearly see that his gaze is entranced with an individual amidst the crowd in which you are currently walking towards. In fact, it is locked onto a well-dressed man in a black three-piece suit. He has slicked back black hair combed backwards, and he is currently smoking a cigar with a shallow glass in his hand, which seems to have some form of brown liquid in it. But he is, of course, surrounded by these large individuals, and he is even talking to uh, a few inside uh, what is almost like this man made barricade. Having a very well dressed woman on either side of him, he is clearly someone of importance and stature.
2: Snow leans into Draken and just whispers, Is that Don Terra? Oh,
0: indeed. Uh, just a moment. <laughs> and as the two individuals are currently kind of stood in front of you, on willing to allow you to pass, a third individual wearing a very vibrant red dress shirt and a black vest approaches, and he has shaggy white hair. Draken, didn't expect to see you here. Huh. Likewise, Dante. Now, if you wouldn't mind, we're here to see Benedict. Hmm. And what makes you think that he wants you around? I have an interesting acquaintance. I'm sure he'll be fond of me. Dante, what are you doing? holding up my guest. You know Draken. He's practically family around here. Let him through. Let him through. Alright, Draken. Listen. I'm listening. Just don't do anything stupid.
2: Stupid is his middle name.
0: Don't worry. I brought her for that.
2: Snow leers at him. If looks could kill, that (laughs) would be the look.
3: The more this goes on, the more I am glad with what I did. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And eventually, Draken is able to, with you in locked an arm, push past these large individuals in their tuxedos and the man in the red shirt with black vest. But he seems to shoot Draken a dirty look as he walks by. But eventually, you do walk up to the individual which Draken had his eyes locked on, which you expertly deduced to be Benedict Donterra. Ah, oh, Draken, my boy, good to see you, and oh my, oh my, what do we have here? I see you brought quite a fine piece of arm candy with you this evening. This doll got a name, or are we just supposed to stare at her?
2: <laughs> Snow looks at Draken and looks back at Terra. She shoots Draken a nasty look, but then she smiles as she turns her head.
0: Careful, Draken, that plan might backfire. We might forget about who you is and start paying more attention to this radiant young lady.
2: Dontera, I presume. It is a pleasure to meet you. My name is Snow Hikara. You may call me Snow, however. I'm a duchess from a faraway land on business from Her Majesty the Queen.
0: Oh, quite intriguing. Do I would love to hear more about this. So please, you said Miss Snow, a duchess even. Well, that's quite an impressive... We have multiple barons of the land here, but uh, a duchess is something I have not made the acquaintance of in quite some time.
2: Snow thinks for a moment and seems a little puzzled. She's thinking about the, idea, the fact that there are barons and the state of this current city, and it's confusing her what he's talking about.
0: Uh, Snow, he means the heads of his family. And he puts family in air quotes.
2: Ah! <laughs> oh, God. It's a mafioso. <laughs> yes, well, it seems that my family also has some ties that got me into this position. <laughs> she is laughing as it's fake, but she's trying.
0: Ah, uh, yes, business as usual. Ah, uh, not always the most savory of occasions, but this place, well, there seems to be a lot of potential.
2: A lot of potential, Don Terra. It doesn't sound like you're from around here, good sir.
0: Actually, as a matter of fact, I was born and raised right here in Irveldum. But potential is what I see at these events. Events like these, they're why I get to meet people like yourself. And why I got to meet Draken.
2: <laughs> well, I don't see why you're so interested in Draken. And she playfully smacks him on the back. Draken, not, not Donterra. <laughs> yeah. He's quite an interesting fellow, but nothing to be super concerned about. Super, she just pauses... Too concerned about Excuse me My slang is coming back Uh, Are
0: you kidding me? This lad right here? He's as good as family to me and the boys We'd love to have him as part of the crew But he has some uh, reservations And no offense my boy But if you could please just drop that already So I can pick her as my Kumar Oh you know I'd be indebted to you What
2: did he call him? A Kumar?
0: He referred to you as a Kumar What? (laughs) <laughs> what does that mean?
2: This snow pauses. I'm so sorry, Dontera. I'm not sure- What is a Kumar? If you wouldn't mind me asking, I'm a little ignorant.
0: Ah, uh, you see these fine ladies on the other side of me? Uh, I'd love to have someone like you instead. <coughs> None of them quite shine so radiantly. How do you pull such an interesting and immaculate feet off? It literally looks like you're glowing.
2: <laughs> it is my goddess. Not I eye that glows. That's going to be so confusing for them, too.
0: Interesting. We've heard of some pretty fantastical creatures out there and worship of some of them as well. But seeing some of it firsthand, this radiant beauty, it's quite astounding.
2: Oh, I'm gagging my mouth a little bit as he says this. Um, yes, well, it was a blessing upon me. Not something that can be easily garnered. The favor of a goddess is very fickle.
0: Plus, well, so I can understand the favor of power, of high and mighty powers being difficult to ascertain. Trust me, I've got a fair share of them that I'm trying to get my hands on too, but they don't make it easy.
2: Let me just make a note of that.
0: <laughs> Don Terra here, Snow. Um, he is actually in charge of the mining operation just outside of town. And he's one of the lead individuals who is currently mining up the volcanium. Uh, Straight the business, like usual. You don't even let us play around a little. I see how it is. Yes, if you must know, I am, and he kind of bows a little, the famous Don Terra. Benedict Don Terra. You can call me Uncle Ben. Nah, that doesn't bode well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Snow pauses. Don Terra. I would hate to assume my familiarity with you, even though we have only just met. Perhaps for now, I would prefer to refer to you as Sir Dontera. Maybe someday, Uncle Ben will become a more familiar term, but today, perhaps, just Sir Donterra.
0: Well then, if that's the case, you're gonna have to stay around for a little bit longer. Love to have you in town. We can make you feel right at home with our family here.
2: I'm sure you can, but I do have my own family who would not be very happy if I didn't return home frequently enough.
0: Oh, I'm sure we can make uh, appearances be what they need to. You see, I'm pretty good at keeping appearances.
2: Uh, 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 Snow is literally at this point squeezing Draken's hand like, help, stop this now. I'm uncomfortable.
0: Nope, nope. We are here. because I need you to introduce. He is important. Ask him what he does. Ask him what he does.
2: <laughs> so, Dondera, I'm quite interested in this business that you have with the mines. Tell me a little bit about what's going on with that.
0: Uh, please roll a diplomacy check for me.
2: Understood. Nineteen. I rolled a one. What do you want? You from- rolled a one? I did, and it got stuck oh. on my needle, so it's my own fault.
0: Gosh darn needle. Ah, uh, you see the mines... Or after, uh, the volcanium that we've heard is there. Before it was just after some natural resources that were pretty abundant. The gold, the iron, we could make steel alloys, all of these things. But after you get a little bit deeper, the super refined volcanium that you can find down there closer to the core, that stuff is virtually indestructible. That would fetch a good price on the market, you can understand. Something that's immensely heat, but also cold resistant? That's practically unbreakable by a bludgeoning force. Well, let's just say there are innumerable uses. Now, unfortunately, my last Terra Splicer, and he seems to have a high amount of disdain uh, regarding that. And it seems like he has a little bit of aggravation uh, in regards to this tale. It was a top-of-the-line piece of engineering. Not an issue could be found, and yet somehow, the whole thing just went kaboom. And after that, I lost 14 of my great nieces and nephews.
2: It went... it exploded under the mountain, or was it up here on the surface?
0: How do you think that whole nasty, uh, rock slide happened? And whose pockets you think that has to come out of? I had to pay for all the medical expenses, and I had to bury some of my perfectly good family members it was a very sad day and by day i mean yesterday
2: interesting okay snow just looks at draken what do you <laughs>
0: uh, um, so uh Terra, uh snow here is actually quite an efficient believe it or not uh explorer She has made her way on some pretty dangerous ventures in the past and has quite a few tales to tell herself, but I think she may be able to assist us in our current dilemma. As she mentioned, she is the head of a family of sorts uh, herself, and I believe that they could be very useful in assisting you. (laughs) Oh, you don't say? Well, like I said, straight down to business, but I'm glad at least that you bring some very good moves. All right, now, the setback currently of my terrace place being destroyed is not easily repaired by an adventurer, but I will say this much, there are a lot of other issues that we have our hands on currently. There is no shortage of headaches in this town. You can ask anyone.
2: What sort of headaches are you speaking of?
0: Ah, from big to small. There's are so many issues. Some of them even arise up even just the other day. There was some unwanted individuals traveling through sewer systems, breaking illegal border entrances and exits. We found that there's a smuggling ring attached to this where people are being unsanctionally brought into the city. Not to mention in those same exact sewers and even above ground the other day we found an enormous number of snakes. That's highly concerning seeing as the local law that's around town. <laughs>
2: Lore around what exactly?
0: Well, as you previously mentioned, uh, pertaining to your goddess, and he kind of puts that in air quotes, there are fantastical creatures that roam around these parts. One of which in particular, well, three of which in particular have been giving us a lot of strife. There is, in the essence in which we were talking about regarding to the snakes... The Giftig Anguis.
2: The, the Giftig Anguis? Is that what he said?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, he said the Giftig Anguis. G-I-F-T-I-G.
2: What exactly is the Giftig Anguis?
0: Uh, a monstrous beast, something of uh, immeasurable size. I say that because we haven't been able to measure it, not because it couldn't be measured. Every time we've tried to apprehend one of these creatures, it is not gone very swimmingly. In, the uh, you send them out into the woods, they meet the Ignisursa. Ursa. Undoubtedly you've probably heard of that one. It's been showing up around these parts quite frequently.
2: Ah uh, yes, I believe that we came across that creature's tracks not long ago.
0: It is monstrous in scale and capacity. Anyone who gets so much as near it is almost burned to death instantaneously. Likewise, but one of the issues I'm having is with the Golem Kete. It's a monstrous sea creature, larger than anything else we've seen swimming in the depths, and that thing does not take a liking to any naval-based vessel that goes upon the water. That's why there's not too much seafaring travel that comes to a port city. We've attempted to take some underwater excursionary vessels out there in the past, but let's just say, quite literally, my crews are sleeping with the fishes.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, I see that can be quite a problem. Thankfully, we were able to make it here all right.
0: And in regards to the giftig and Guise, like I said, it is immeasurable, probably taller than our walls. Luckily, it seems to reside in the swamp, not too far outside the city, but our sewage connection is attached to said swamp, and the sewage pipe system linking to it has become a little bit of a uh, issue recently and has been used more as a transportation tunnel for, uh, as I previously mentioned, not only smugglers, but also some of these snakes.
2: Snow thinks back to when Selena released the snakes in the city. And there's a little bit of a r- r- cringe as well from from the, her own actions. Ah, that is unfortunate. So I'm assuming the uh, giftig anguis is a giant snake. Like, creature.
0: Indeed. But it's been said that it could eat a person entirely whole. More than that, it's been said that the environment where it lives in is so toxic to humans that if you spent even just a couple of seconds in the atmosphere, you would eventually asphyxiate.
2: So why go to the swamp, then?
0: Oh, we don't go to it. But that doesn't mean that it isn't been coming to us. I don't know if you've heard, but there was some snakes seen above ground recently.
2: <laughs> Good... Uh I have she has to make a bluff for this.
0: Your bluff size, right?
2: Yeah. Okay. Cool. 24. <laughs> oh, snakes in the city. Oh, that's that's quite terrifying. How disconcerting.
0: Indeed, it was very disconcerting. So, like I said, there's no shortage of problems with the uprising of the youths in the outskirts, the trafficking of individuals through the pipes. The creatures which we believed usually only to be a lore, now becoming more reality. And also, uh, there's the more uh, civil uh, ordeal that the uh, Inquisitors and Abjurors are currently looking into. But that's something that doesn't really pertain too much to my family, and I wouldn't want a lady so fair as yourself to get involved in.
2: I see. Well, since Draken has mentioned that you're seeking adventurers' help, What exactly is it that you require?
0: Ah, again, it's all really a matter of, uh, what you're comfortable doing. Like I mentioned, any one of these things are a problem to me. The individuals using the pipes as a trafficking placement I know has caused a lot of issues for my, uh, associates. Uh, mostly Leopold von Amnese. He's the one who made those Amnese channels, after all. And those being used for uh, less than reputable transfers, uh is kind of hurting his reputation. Likewise, all of these beasts, I mean, if they could just be done away with, I'm not saying you could do it, but if you could just get some information and then we could maybe maybe mobilize our forces, we could take care of them. We have over the years uh, armed ourselves with better equipment to be able to handle these kind of creatures. And once we get that Volcanium, well, then we're in business. The Gollum get there won't even stand a chance. The thing's so resistant to the environment, not to mention the ability that it'll be able to withstand any blunt force damage that that thing throw at us. We could make a vessel so indestructible, we could go 10,000 leagues under the sea. A
2: tank. Haha. Uh-huh. A semi-aquatic tank. You could even write a book about that. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little bit... Tired, but I would love to go and dance Draken if you wouldn't mind
0: Not a problem, Snow I mean, I feel like uh, the business here is done Anyways Uncle Ben, it's been a pleasure as always Please, don't be a stranger Especially you, lass I see some great things in our future with, uh, mutual benefits (laughs) (gasps) Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, She curtsies but does not say anything and just puts on a (laughs) half-smile.
0: And Draken does take you out uh, of the huddle of all of these large men and eventually does work your way back towards the dance floor. Draken? I'm gonna kill you. Why?
2: Uh, Seriously? What do you mean? He wants me to be one of his side
0: he, listen, it was an offer. It wasn't a mandate. If he was at, if he was To be you, fair, no. he
2: did tell you to drop dead, so I, I'm not really
0: too ashamed of he that. He is a very uh, matter-of-fact individual.
4: Draken would be the guy that would be like, take it as a compliment.
0: <laughs> You're pretty much. You should feel flattered. Genuinely. I don't. It's good that he likes you.
2: I, I don't feel flattered. I feel, I feel dirty, and I don't. I don't. Nope. Nope.
0: Listen, all I'm saying is what he was saying. And that is, that the Volcanium that he almost has access to, that can provide us uh, an array of large opportunities. Not to mention that individuals from his sources say that there may be an exit to this floor, but it's, it's underwater. Interesting. So... And the thing standing in our way is that Galamcate.
2: So he wants us to get information on how to kill the creatures?
0: Potentially, that could be viable. He's also, he didn't vocalize this out loud, but he's suspicious about foul play in regarding to why his uh, his latest invention of machine kind of went kablooey. I don't know if you noticed, but he said that it was a feat of engineering without any flaw. So if that's true, why did it blow up? And that's what he's currently looking into as well.
2: Interesting. Well, I'm gonna put it this way. Draken, he is obviously the bad guy. What do you mean? He is the bad guy. How do you figure? He is the bad guy.
0: He's not, okay. He is a ambiguously moral individual who has manners and ways of obtaining things, but I want these things. So we play the game. Don't let the game play us. The game wants us to not like it, right? By making him so distasteful. So is that is that what
2: you're doing, Draken? You don't want I'm me. To, just... You don't want people to like you, so you make yourself distasteful.
0: Ah, but I get work done, and that's what matters. And that is what Dontera is doing. So if we could just assist him enough to get what we need. To move on.
2: But if somebody sabotaged his device, that means something probably shouldn't, it should not be accessible or usable by these people. Something isn't right with that.
0: Oh, or it's just friendly market competition. Freaking, you
2: do know that I, I prefer Den's side of the story over the city's side of the story. Well,
0: fine, then go run off in the forest and be a wild child. I was just letting you know where the exit is and that there's a very feasibly obtainable way of getting there. <sighs> Do you think the man of the forest can breathe underwater? They're druids. Okay, fine. Then maybe, yes, they would have the spell life bubble, but that's besides the point. None of you do. And if you need to make an extensive journey under the water, you're probably going to want a submarine, which is what they're working on. Well, I don't
2: know what they did to Sao, but apparently he can breathe better, so we'll just send him on an underwater expedition.
0: By himself? Yep. Versus a giant killer whale. Dragon,
2: if you want to know why and how he survived all this time, it's because he's been successful. I'm doing stupid stuff that somehow works. Okay. <laughs> Moe, it just points to the GM.
0: I am simultaneously perplexed, concerned, and enamored. Trust me, I am. I do not know how he is still alive. But with that being said, I don't think he can handle a gigantic ice killer whale that is literally sunk in 200-foot long ships. Draken,
2: haven't you thought about the fact that maybe Den and his people might be able to handle the whale by talking to it. You know, talking fixes a lot of things. To be fair, when we fought the demons under the mountain, the only one that we could talk to was really Sloth, but that's beside the point. Also, she smacks him.
0: Okay, that was deserved.
2: That was for Lust Slayer. I don't care if it wasn't
0: you. Excuse me? That is not at all why I thought I deserved it. (laughs) The point of the matter is... Oh, you're right. She
2: stops him again.
0: We have access to a rare material that is highly valuable. We can have a monopoly on the market, make substantial funds while having a valuable resource, and get to the next floor.
2: I don't care about the valuable resource and the money you can make off of it. That doesn't really matter.
0: I'm just saying it would enable us to do more later if we take this route, which is what I was trying to do. And anyways, Domtera likes you.
2: I know. A little too much, Draken. A little too... Much. You better watch your back, because he might actually kill you. Uh,
0: just sh- just show him that you've got more than just your physical assets.
2: Snow looks down. I know they're not that big, but come on, man.
0: I, I'm just saying there's more to you than meets the eye, and I've noticed this, hence why I like to keep you around. And if you show that side to Dontera, I'm saying you're utilitous and you get work done, Okay. In your own very obscure, confounding way, you manage to be moderately successful in most things you attempt to do.
2: A bread roll drops out from the center of her dress and rolls onto the floor. Yep. (laughs) (sighs) We're not going to talk about it. We're just going to leave that alone. Anyways. But like I said, you owe me. You're going to get me some information later. You hear me?
0: Just message me with whatever you need. In the meantime, enjoy the gala. Talk around. Meet some more people. (laughs) <laughs> they can be interesting uh-huh. and he heads off uh. And with that you hear the music has changed there's a, a sharp cutoff to what is currently being played and the stage up in front you no longer see the live orchestra there
2: uh. turn up
1: ladies and gentlemen oh, God. Please tell me. who's ready for a party Yeah let's go. And I start, and I tattoo some in my guitar. What kind of music is it? You can do any kind of music. It's Spanish rock.
0: All right, I want to see everyone's hands in the air. So you go to play your acoustic guitar, but it does sound as if it doesn't sound acoustic at all. You notice that there's been a microphone attached to this guitar, and you have a sensation that the music from your guitar is acoustic, but the music being protruded from the speaker system above has been modified somehow. I'm just jamming. I'm just jamming it. Can you describe what the audience is doing? Uh, the audience seems enamored. The lights have went out in the entire gallon. There is now a spotlight on you, on center stage. And I'm singing, Hey, I'm with the guild
3: right now.
1: I'm with the guild right now. What is? are my best friends in the whole wide world.
3: What? What is this interruption? Well, perform.
1: Well, hmm? perform.
0: Where is the, oh, ooh, nice, okay, 29. And with that, it seems as if you have garnered the attention of every individual in the gala, and everyone is enamored by your masterful guitar playing. And my beautiful voice. And your beautiful voice. It's like one of those amazingly auto-tuned artists where their voice sounds so good that you don't even pay attention to the stupid lyrics that they're saying.
1: Can I hear a screams from the ladies. Ah, and all oh the ladies God. start screaming. This one goes out to my main man who gave me the key. Don't know who, don't know what his name was.
3: We never asked. But he's a hero.
1: <laughs> we literally never
3: asked that man's name.
1: And might I also add, this one goes to my friends, Daniel, Elias, <laughs> <Aleus>, Wilson. <laughs>
3: Speaking of Wilson, what is he doing?
1: Pierre, who's you not see with us kinda, anymore. You see him kind of shimmying. <laughs> Pierre is not with us anymore. You, you see Wilson and doing a little shimmy in the corner. Grog, not with us anymore. And the one and only Snow. And also, this one goes out to someone who's not my friend, Draken.
3: <laughs> I,
1: I, I, oh. Now I want everybody to find someone next to them. Reach your hand out. And dance like you mean it.
4: So Elias claps her hands in the air, and we'll start doing a traditional uh, Spanish salsa to okay. the music.
1: Oh my God! Look over there! Look at a look and at the, Elias she over is, there. She
4: is centering the dance floor,
0: and and the the spotlight shifts over to Elias I want everybody to clap for her, and everyone starts clapping in 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 beat and tune with the music. Duh. And uh, snow roller perception check real quick. Thirty. <laughs> It is impossible to ignore the set of circumstances which has currently befallen you. Ash is at center stage and has clearly taken over the entire venue. Meanwhile, though, at the exact same time, you notice that a spotlight is currently on Elias who is dancing, but Wilson has, uh, come up beside you. uh,
2: Hi, Wilson. How's it going?
0: (laughs) I was going to ask you this earlier when I couldn't see you, uh, but, uh, so, so give us a shout out. Uh, I think it would be uh, appropriate if we, uh... You know, we were mentioned, so we should go out there and maybe dance. I mean, Elayse is already doing her own thing.
2: Uh, Wilson, I thought we were trying to keep a. Lo- I don't. Uh, you're right. I'm not. Really- I
0: mean, you're literally glowing. So because the lights are off, everyone can see you, and it's like a second spotlight's on you almost.
2: Uh, uh, sure. But can you
0: dance, Wilson? I, I've been uh picked up a thing or two along the way. All right, fine. And you make your way out towards the dance floor. Please roll your perform dance. I think I'm leading this, by the way. I have a natural 17 in perform.
2: No, you're definitely leading this. And that's an 18 on my roll. Oh,
0: my my god! So Snow is very much leading this, and she kind of Wilson requests the dance, but Snow whisks him away towards the dance floor. He rolls competently, and he's actually keeping up pace with you, but you are definitely leading. Uh, it's a tango, please. You're assisting him move. Yes, and you are doing a, a, a Spanish tango. It's a
2: sensual tango, so she's dipping him.
3: It's <laughs> exactly no. what's going on. Um, I can, we'll be. Beautiful. I don't think I'm anywhere near the dance floor, because, and also I have Daniel, absolutely nothing in perform. Daniel
0: is just kind of sit, standing by the front of the stage wondering how he managed to let Sal get up there in any modicum of time without stopping this from happening.
3: Daniel is just thinking, what were the events that led up to this, <laughs> and why?
0: Elise will hold
4: her hand out to, I guess, like, the first handsome guy she sees sure. to offer a dance as well. Great. Happens and to she's, be Daniel. like, expertly kind of cha-cha-type tango. But and- your physique is so intimidating to the short men. It's great. It's exactly what I want. How can so they you do out? grab
0: a random handsome-looking stranger, but it seems as if he's having difficulty keeping up with you. It's okay. And it's almost like he has two left feet. He is dancing terribly and it is degrading the quality of your performance even though you are still whisking him away.
4: I I whisk him from one side, dance to the other and then toss him over to the other side.
0: Amazing. (laughs) So you dance with him for all like 10 seconds before you basically throw him away because you realized he was terrible. And this goes on for a pretty decently long performance where Sao has done a number of songs and ballads and it goes on for about Uh, I would say about 20 minutes before eventually, uh, a number of individuals with uh, black suits start walking their way up towards the stage. Oh, hey, I got a band now, let's go.
1: Uh, It seems as if they
0: are making their way towards you.
1: Come on guys, join me. It seems (laughs) as if they're walking up there to restrain you. Oh, that's my cue to go. All right, everybody, it's been real. Let's uh, feel free to give me any tips if you'd like. Uh, I'm also very single. (laughs)
0: And with that, you, uh, I need you to... Wouldn't going to be escape artist. Uh, either escape artist or acrobatics, whichever one you prefer or guess, is higher.
1: Yeah, I'll do escape artist. Trip, sure. 20.
0: And with that, you are able to do a little bit of a power slide across the stage, ducking underneath uh, between their grasps and slide off into the crowd before disappearing and de-summoning your instrument to more affluently move through. Perfect. Beautiful.
2: With that salmon pink running through the crowd, yep. standing out yep. as he goes. And
0: eventually, you do run back into the same gentleman in the white tux. Oh my gosh, that was totally amazing. Just what I wanted to liven up the mood. I didn't even know you could play like that.
2: Well, uh, I
1: am a pretty famous musician where I'm from, so uh, so yeah. It's just been a while since I've been able to play in front of a crowd like that. It I was
3: it.
0: Yeah. epic. Totally schmoo Half of the old geezers didn't even know what was going on, but everyone, I assure you, had a great time. What about you? Did you enjoy it? Oh, it was amazing. It reminded me of this tale of a magic man who could warp reality with the sound of his music. I'm sorry, what? Oh, yeah. No, he was a master of all stringed instruments, not unlike how you were with your guitar. His favorite was a liar, but he could play literally anything. Violin, bass, harp, guitar, piano, sitar. Are you kidding me? Seriously? If if you could think of a stringed instrument, he could literally make magic happen. Oh my god, where can I find this person? People said he could shoot fire from his fingertips and make it rain light. Jesus, that's so cool.
3: That sounds very impractical for playing an instrument. No, that sounds like the coolest thing I've
0: ever heard. I don't know where he's from. But I'm sure if you asked around, it's a pretty common folktale around here, I suppose. Or at least it has been since I've came, because I've told it to everyone. What's it called? Uh, well, it's really just more of a person I heard about a while ago. Uh, I can't remember even where I saw him. I was just so entranced by his ability to play music. But undoubtedly, wherever he goes, he's remembered. But everyone just calls him the Magic Music Man. Magic music triple man, M. triple
1: M. Rumor has it, he hasn't been seen for a while. Ooh, all right. Well, it looks like I got to find this person. I'll tell you what, nothing is going to stop me from becoming the best musician I can possibly be. So thank you so much. I didn't even catch your name. What is your name? Oh, uh, my name is Urza de Salto. I'm going
0: to write that down. <laughs> what is it called? Urza de Salto. I'll be in town for a little while still. If you ever have any questions, feel free to stop by if you can find me. Most people generally know where I am. I normally hang out with Don Vinamente. Don Vinamente? Uh, Giuseppe Von Dinamente. That's right. Giuseppe Von
1: Dinamente. Isn't he he one of the high council? No, no. He's one of the radio hosts. Giuseppe Von Dinamente? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 over yeah. at the, okay, yeah, I know Yeah, he's an
0: announcer and newscaster most of the time But he asks me on to widen things up around the scene Normally I do perform at uh, governmental gallows such as these But I was feeling a little under the weather due to all of this dreary atmosphere And I was lacking inspiration But thanks to you I've been reinvigorated And remember what it's like to have a great time
1: Well I'm happy to provide that. So uh, speaking of which, how'd you get that key?
0: Like I said, I normally play at venues like these. I'm a government sanctioned musician of sorts. They had to call me in because everything here was so bleak and dreary. Literally, everyone knows music and sports are just opiums for the masses. It's how we quell people down. If people have a jaunty tune to work to, they'll work harder. That's
1: That's actually exactly why I do what I do. So thank you for understanding.
0: Gladly. Anytime. Do you ever have any questions or maybe we could even talk about the magic music man more? Just go ahead and find me literally anytime you want.
1: Alrighty. Well, it's been great meeting you Urza. uh, I will, I will. It's, it's been real. I'll see you later. All
0: right. Sounds good. Salmon suit man. And he begins to walk away because he never asked your name. That's
1: fair. Yeah. And I'll keep it that (laughs) fast.
0: So Daniel has been kind of standing wayward side and noticed that Sal slipped between his grasp for but a mere moment and somehow managed to make so much chaos happen that Daniel was literally stuck processing it. Amidst everything that was going on. Thankfully, there were some other individuals who just as much as you wanted to stop the shenaniganry from continuing. And since then, the music has gone back to its original state.
3: Daniel is going to try finding the rest of his guild. Not that Elias and Snow are going to be particularly hard to spot, but... You know. uh, so
0: you see the rest of them are kind of standing wayward by the side of the dance floor over by uh, a, a set of tables where you see Wilson and Selena are kind of uh, leisurely sitting down. They all have glasses of water in their hand and it seems like they're eating some things.
4: Wait, Wilson left Snow near the dance floor to go eat?
0: No, 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 no. He, he, they all walked back over in that general oh, direction. You, yeah, Once all the music subsided, they all kind of went back towards the table. Wilson wanted to show her. Very specifically where they were seated, so that in any possible attempt, if she ever did get lost, which was highly likely, she would know where to return to. I feel insulted. Snow, snow, see, it's the landmarks, very important. Dance floor, here. Banquet table, there. Giant number 10 on the table. Don't
2: worry, Wilson, I got it. I'm not going to get lost.
0: You say that, but, um, we really just needed to go straight down Main Street, but you took us down, like, five back alleys just to get to this building. Well,
2: don't worry. I still have the compass. I'll find my way back.
0: Snow, you don't need a compass in a building. It's, like, a couple of thousand square well, feet. Why can't it's use the compass like, in the
2: building? I'm allowed to- I mean, to- you d- d- can. D- d-
0: it works. I'm just- I don't know what good it's gonna be. And in the middle of this conversation, Daniel walks up.
3: I- I feel like I've interrupted something, kind of-
0: All right, come on, Daniel. You know about Snow's infamously bad, notorious sense of direction, right? Somewhat, yes. Okay, so see, everyone in the guild already knows. And no one's holding that against you, Snow, we just need to know how to cater to it better. I
2: feel like it's being held against me.
0: Okay, listen, we just need to be appropriately prepared for it. That's all, and that's what we're trying to do. This is table. Table is where bread is. This is where you belong. But there's bread over there as well. But I have brought bread from over there to said table. This is also where all of your guildmates and friends are right now. What if I don't want this bread? I want the other bread. Okay, well, then you can go and get that other bread. But please come back here before you get lost again. I mean, we I think I saw you all walking away with Draken at one point. I don't even know where you went. How did that go? Uh,
2: somebody wants to make me their side hoe and... Uh...
0: <laughs> See, this is what happens when you get
3: lost. You get solicited. By unwanted men. I think that's just what happens with Draken specifically. Don't
0: worry. The guy told Draken to drop dead. Well, I mean, I like that guy already. So, Daniel, what have you been up to? I haven't seen you around. Uh,
3: trying my best to make sure Sao doesn't make a fool of himself. He seems so obsessed with me. Oh, my
1: God, Daniel.
2: <laughs> why are you so obsessed why, with me? Why are you so obsessed
1: with me, Daniel? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Go
3: ahead, bud. <laughs> Uh, so, um, prevented one thing, didn't prevent that, but that actually went pretty well, all things considered. How about you?
0: Oh, uh, well, I found this table. I got bread. Uh, There are plates for food for everyone here. Uh, we we have a couple of seats that are unaccounted for. I think there was some weird lady sitting here at one point. She's wearing a lot of pink. Might that have been Millicent... Oh, no, she was way, way older. Didn't have long hair. It was like short crop. I don't know why she was here. Maybe. I mean, there are a lot of seats around this table uh, tend to be exact, and there are only six of us. So I assume other people are supposed to be sat at the table with us.
3: Yeah, I, I, I don't know.
0: Uh, she asked a couple of questions regarding like our intelligence quotient and our emotional quotient. She mentioned something about like bar tests and exams. And it's all really confusing.
3: Um, maybe she was with one of the universities.
0: Uh, I mean that's pretty possible. Uh, She seemed to be really well put together, pretty intelligent. Uh, but yeah, she asked a bunch of like prodding questions about like calculus and like trajectories and physics.
3: Oh yeah, definitely someone from the university. Cause I'd, cause okay, so the universities here have access to forges and other stuff like that, which. I might need thing Then you
0: should probably try and find her, maybe. Uh, she's got to be around here somewhere.
3: Well, you said she was wearing pink, yeah. right? It shouldn't be too hard to find.
0: <laughs> Go ahead and roll a perception check for me.
3: 18 total. You see pink dotted all around the place
0: in the form of small garments here and there. Some people's ties are pink. Some people have pink scarves on. Most glaringly, you keep noticing Sal's bright salmon tuxedo. But then off in the distance, you do see a woman with brown, short, chopped shoulder-length hair just as described. It has a little bit of of a curl going inward towards it at the bottom. And she's wearing a pink dress that goes down to her knees, has a pink scarf, which seems to be made out of fur, and even a pink tom on, which is a hat which she's topped with.
3: So Daniel's going to walk over to her and uh, introduce himself.
0: So you walk over to this woman, and you see that the only thing that she's even wearing that isn't pink is she has a pearl necklace on, and she has white gloves. Even her heels and socks are pink. And she seems to, even indoors, be carrying around a pink parasol. And you walk up to her, and what do you say?
3: Uh, excuse me, ma'am, uh, some of my, uh, friends had said you were, uh, hanging around our table, I just, and, uh, asking them some questions, I just want to introduce myself, my name's Daniel
0: <laughs> The pleasure's all mine, my name's Adelaide
3: Blaisium,
0: you, you've guessed correctly, and I was at the table ten earlier, I think I may have met some of your compatriots
3: Yes, they had, uh I believe you had uh, talked with one of them. I think you, I think uh, specifically Selina was her name, the youngest one.
0: Ah, very proper and prim, darling. Unfortunately, her intelligence did not match her physique. I was hoping that she'd be a little bit more, more well-learned. She seems to be a little humbler than my taste.
3: So if you uh, don't mind me asking, uh, what do you do?
0: Oh, not at all. I'm actually the headmaster of the Department of Education. Oh,
3: interesting, interesting. I'd asked Stefan about how I would be able to use some of, or get access to some of your facilities at the universities.
0: Oh, an inspiring adventure. I do love those types. Oh, so much. Please do indulge me with your concepts and ideas.
3: Is there anything specific you're interested in, or?
0: Oh, not in the slightest. We deal with all manner of things. It is absolutely wonderful, except for when they fail. Such great things. We've actually been trying to formulate some of the uh, Amnest channels with some of the Volt's creations in order to make hydroelectric generators.
3: Oh, that does sound interesting.
0: Likewise, we've also been actually attempting to, to use... Uh, I know Miss Ignis uh, on the High Council has been trying to make some combustion vehicles. Uh, we've also been trying a little bit of Loomis farming so that we actually can grow things in temperate, controlled rooms. That way we don't have to grow crops outside.
3: And... I suspect those crops would much prefer growing outside than in the cold climate we have here.
0: Yes, normally. But also, uh, one of the uh, students' inventions was actually an amazing success. And they had the idea recently, after speaking with an individual, uh, this up here is what it seems to be some form of image projector. And that's actually where you see the orchestra. They're not actually here.
3: Yes, I noticed. A uh, friend of mine and I were quite enamored with it, actually. It's
0: transferring light particles and I'm able to actually maneuver them based off of the various lens and light manipulation from the refracting in the box up above. But what we're actually interested in is now that we can produce images in a location, we want to know if we can solidify and actually magnify solid objects over great distance. So these are just some of the various different uh, ideas in which we've been working on in our facilities. But we're open to all kinds of projects.
3: Very interesting. I have uh, worked previously to create a intelligent automaton of some variety.
0: Ooh, truly intriguing. One of our students actually worked on something he called LAMP. It's a Loomis automated, uh, machined person, so that it was actually a light that would follow you wherever you went.
3: Interesting. The automaton I had was capable of a few things. One of my other guildmates had requested a toaster, which I did put in. I'm not sure why I did that, but it did come in handy once or twice. He was able to think and do simple tasks. Quite impressive, actually.
0: Truly intriguing. Using some of the artificial intelligence knowledge that we already have ascertained, Uh, with access to our uh, resources and departments, you may be able to recreate such a thing and maybe enhance it to a degree.
3: Oh, yes, quite. I've been waiting for some sort of place to do that, actually, because previous cities and countries I've been to have not had the ability and ingenuity that your city does.
0: Well, I can absolutely assure you that you will find no better location ...for uh, building than the, actual, than the shops in the Department of Education. These facilities are so well-equipped. Also, we are able to provide resource grants... ...and also testing facilities and willing subjects.
3: Well, that sounds quite wonderful. Could you perhaps refresh my memory... ...on how I'd be able to get access to these facilities? I recall Stefan said I would be able to... ...and I might have to apply or take some sure. baseline
0: tests. absolutely. But... no problem. And she hands you a card... And it seems like it has her name and her position of government. It says she is the headmaster of the Department of Education. And it has uh, what looks to be like a street address on it so that you can find the building. All you'd have to do is go to this address and you'll be given a two-part exam. The first part of the exam is the written portion, where you're going to be given a pretty standardized test. It's just going to test your basic knowledge and understanding of various fields of sciences. Outside of that, then you'll have the practical-based portion, where you'll be given a set amount of time, and with the resources provided to you, you may be given a specific task in order to complete, or you may go ahead, and if you think you can come up with something better to perform a superior task with the resources given, you can go
3: ahead and make your own invention entirely. That sounds wonderful. I'll be sure to drop by at some point shortly. All right. Absolutely happy to see you. And if you
0: have any issues, just ask for Adelaide Laetium.
3: <laughs> well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to meet you.
0: Mm, pleasure's all my. And she kind of curtsies and walks away.
3: Daniel's going to go back to uh, where everyone was standing at table 10.
0: Is anyone doing anything in particular? Uh, you have all gathered back around the table at this point.
4: I would have liked to try and look into uh, Camille Lassimus a little bit more, uh, especially since Stefan specifically mentioned her having knowledge of Oliver Jackson, which was her original objective.
0: Sure. So you're all currently gathered around the table and right before, I mean, right after Daniel gets back, uh, Draken actually approaches the table once again. I hope you've all found the gala to be immensely informative and eventful.
4: Ah. Just the man I would like to see. Can I talk to you for a sec?
0: I don't see why not. After all, this is a social event.
4: And uh, she'll walk over to Drake and kind of pull him to the side a little bit. Mm -hmm. I am looking for a uh, a Camille Simis. I believe she is a member of the High Council. I do believe she has some important information regarding my current objective.
0: Ugh. Indeed, she should be here. As her whereabouts, I'm not particularly certain.
4: Could you give me a brief description of her appearance?
0: Ugh. Average height woman, blonde hair, blue eyes, slender physique. She more than likely is not wearing a dress, but more so probably a, uh, a pantsuit of sorts. A woman
4: of class. I like that.
0: But if my understandings are correct, she normally doesn't stay at these social functions very long, but... Some of her associates may. Do you think you
4: might be able to point any of them out to me? You're such a helpful
0: little man. Seeing as your guild will be hopefully useful in the future, I don't mind pointing you in the direction. Look around the room. Tell me what you see.
4: I see members of high-class society.
0: Men roll a perception. Ah, 30. And as you scan the room, you do see a number of very cordial individuals dancing and uh, cordially communicating with one another in a lot of sidebar conversations. But as you take a deeper look, you notice that here and there, there are spotted individuals very similarly to the ones surrounding the large group over in the left-hand corner, and it seems as if they're all individuals wearing dark suits, uh, and they all seem to have earpieces, these ones in particular. Uh, they seem to be, like, somewhat mechanical and gear-based, but it's some mechanism placed in their ear, and they all seem to be looking around the room, and some of them are even jotting down notes.
4: Mm, probably. So, members of high-class society, obviously, not to mention the various people, probably for security reasons, uh, taking note of people in the room who might be acting suspicious or have malicious intent. I, Specifically the men in suits, like, not the men in suits, like, the men in dark suits, like, coated eyes and earpieces, you know, typical stuff.
0: Except those individuals aren't venue security. Oh? They're lacinuses, lackeys, for lack of a better word. They go around and they're behavioral analysis. They go and they attempt to document the behavioral doings of everyone in the venue.
4: I see interesting thing to have your likeies do, just jot down behavioral abilities of uh,
0: people who are obviously programs, but... Indeed, but you have to remember that to them, this is very real life.
4: Ah, yes. I always forget that. It's not real for us, but for them, it is the only reality they've ever known.
0: And now, on top of that, after your immensely extravagant displays, I'm sure that Almost all of your guild has been made note of.
4: Oh, I am sure. I made sure of that.
0: Lysimus was, in fact, the individual who used to monopolize the information of the area. She Used to.
4: Elias raises an eyebrow.
0: You see, Lysimus has a way and an understanding of the human mind and a way of their behavioral analysis, as you can see here. These individuals that you see before you, which we mentioned, they are her information gatherers. Oh, that makes sense of why she would be dealing with
4: him. All right. Well, I appreciate your information. It was very helpful. I will go talk to them now. And she pats Draken's head and walks off.
0: Best of luck.
4: Uh, so she does walk up to the... Trying to be a little bit stealthy. Sure. Not that she can be all that stealthy; she's made to stand out. Yeah. But um, she makes her way over to the men in black with the earpieces.
0: Mm-hmm. So you make your way over to them. Is there anything in particular you're tempted to do?
4: Um, she low curtsies True. and introduces herself out uh, <laughs> Introduces herself, stretching out um, her arm as a like her hand as an invitation to shake hands. Uh, law. My name is Elias Zeman, and I believe we have a common Because I believe we have a common interest that I would like to discuss.
0: Good evening, madam. Interesting you have that to say. And what brings you to this conclusion?
4: It is of my understanding that you might be affiliated with a mis... Oh my gosh. It would be... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um... I have come to the conclusion that you might be affiliated with Camille
0: Lacimus. And what would bring you to such a conclusion?
4: Just a little bit of knowledge and know-how of the people in the area and whom's... Inhabited around? Maybe?
0: Well, it would appear then that I'm not the only one who is... Perceptive. The name is Edwin Von Oculus.
4: And does does he shake a hand? He does shake your hand. And she gives him a very gentle cordial lady-like shake.
0: I will say that, uh, you seem to have a way around yourself about these social events. That has absolutely been noticed.
4: I am well versed in the manners and etiquette of high-class society.
0: And is there something that we could assist you with then?
4: I do believe that I would like to have uh, maybe a little bit of a sort of meeting or, uh, Uh, Of sorts, with uh, Miss Camilla Simas. I am told she is a lady of high class, and uh, in order to get to meet her, I would probably have to jump through a little bit of hoops. But considering her status, it might be worth my while.
0: Hmm. Worth your while? More than likely. Worth hers? Who's to say? What have you to bring to the table?
4: What can I not bring to the table is more like it?
0: It depends on what you have information on. That is something more valuable to her than resource.
4: Information I have. Whom to give it to? That would be the question.
0: Well, if you ever find yourself in the position in which you have information on how Don Terra acquiesced his knowledge device and what exactly the capabilities and restraints of it were, I know that very much would grab Lasimus's attention.
4: Don Terra. Um, I haven't met Edon Don I do know he is part of the High Council. If you could probably point him out to me, I might be able to get you a little bit more information, depending on
0: what you have to offer me as well. Like I said, Camille de Seamus is a very busy woman. She is a very practical individual, and her time is immensely valuable. A lady after my own heart. If you were to get a meeting with her, you would have to be, for some reason, of note. The only thing that I could think would be noteworthy is, I mean, if you could capture the current individual who she was after, or get any information on Benedict Donterra, either of those I think would suffice. Those are her most pressing issues at the moment.
4: So Linode and, um, Elias will bow out? Oh wait, no, 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 I need to ask them where Donterra is. Elias will ask him. Uh, do you think you could maybe point out where this Mr. Benedict Ntere is?
0: So his hands stay perfectly by his side, but it seems as almost as if he gestures with his eyes. The individual, over there, in the back left-hand corner of the venue, is oh. the individual swarmed by others. He has quite a high personnel securing him. I would imagine. The outstretch of his dominion is far larger than any of the other High Council members. With that being stated, he is immensely noticeable. He has very refined and particular tastes.
4: Good to know. And, alais will try and make her way
0: to Donjera. Okay, so do you just try and walk over there? Um, yes. So after making your way, you leave this individual who is in the bottom left-hand corner of the venue, and you start breezing your way past a number of individuals, all of the tables and seatings going right past the banquet hall, and even all of the rest of your compatriots sat at the table to your right. But you completely bypass all of them, going straight up to one of the individuals at one of the first most tables, in which you see a conglomeration of people just as Snow had before, and you are as well stopped by the same two bodyguards that stopped her. Two large fellows, almost equal in stature to yourself in height, but a little bit wider, uh, seemingly muscular. As previously mentioned by the other individual, he has no shortage of personnel at his disposal. And once you are stopped by these two, you are met by a third gentleman who, akin to your clothing, is also wearing red. He seems to have on a black pair of dress pants, a red button-up shirt, and a black vest and has white shaggy hair. I'm what? sorry, madam. are you lost?
4: Not exactly. I was just to introduce myself to Mr. Donterra.
0: <laughs> By whom? Uh, certainly not Dantera himself. course. Or else course I would have not. heard of it.
4: It was uh, a... a Draken. Draken did tell them to um, introduce themselves with people, so it's not a lie, not a bluff.
0: Peculiar, because I just met Draken not that long ago, and he already made his introductions.
4: Yes, Draken, not me. Do you think I would slump around with that guy?
0: Hmm, nor would I. <laughs> then you obviously know him. Nonetheless, I gotta say, the boss, he's been having a really awfully long night and he was thinking about heading out. I don't think he's up for seeing any more people.
4: Alias looks up and down at herself and raises an eyebrow to the guy.
0: Do you think he would not want to
4: see this? Can I roll diplomacy for that? Sure. That is a 23 diplomacy.
0: While I'm sure you are quite confident in your assets, let me rest assured that Don Terra has means of acquiescing his own. If he wanted a cheap street hooker, he'd go get one. Ouch.
4: Mm. I'm sure he would. However, I believe I have... I'm not cheap. (laughs) Uh, no. Arguing with someone like that is beneath her. (laughs) I do believe I might have abilities that he might be interested in utilizing.
0: Like I said, Donterra is a very busy man. If he had any need of you, as you said, you are acquainted with Draken. His people will talk to our people. And eventually, if he needed you, Don Terra would know where to find you.
4: I am sure he would. I'm sorry. And you are what? Uh, his little soldier boy?
0: <laughs> the name is Dante Urbino. Trust me, the pleasure is all yours. Indeed it is. He does not shake your hand. Oh. <laughs> the Pleasure will be escorting you away. Roberto, Antonio, take care of this.
4: I've never been more insulted in my entire life. No need. And she walks away herself and shoos away the other guys. Alright. But <sighs> well, that was a disappointing endeavor. I need a drink. And she'll go back to the, the table and ask anybody if they want a drink. She she just stops by and goes. Does anybody need a drink? Because I definitely do. She she looks around at the people at the table. Selena, no, you're underage. Snow already walked off earlier, by the way.
1: I'll take a drink, Elias.
4: Alright, I will bring drinks back to the table. Okay. I Oh my word.
1: I'm tired too.
4: I am more emotionally exhausted than anything else. I've had quite the night. And she'll walk over to the bar to grab some some drinks.
0: And no matter where any of you are, it is unmistakable the next events that occur. The lights go out. The music stops. And everything for a moment is quiet. You hear a strange noise of almost rope being drawn taut. And glass breaking until eventually the lights turn back on and you hear a scream. And suspended from the chandelier of the main gala, there appears... To be a body, hang from the chandelier of either side of his arms. Ah,
3: oh, jeez! Defensive position. <laughs> Can I roll a perception check to see? Also, who...
2: would like to roll perception. Sure, I'm
3: going to roll perception. Ooh, nice. and Take a defensive position.
2: A 34 perception. Snow turns away from the table, bread roll in mouth, and looks up, perceiving. To-
3: I'm going to roll a perception check and make sure it's not somebody we know. I'm sure. going to roll a perception check and take a defensive
1: position. I got an 18 on it. Okay. Um, 34
4: on my uh,
2: perception. Kay. 23.
3: 30.
0: All of you are able to quite clearly see that it appears to be a well-dressed man, who of which you're not particularly sure, but the one thing is certain is that He's definitely deceased, and he is strung up, hung by his wrists, suspended from this chandelier. The other thing is certain is that he has been dead for quite some time. He is immensely pale in the face. Everyone with above a 20 notices some finer details, that it appears as if the life has been drained out of him for quite some time, but you also notice that his mouth seems to be sewn shut. And that is where we're going to end it for this week's episode of Sword Art Online Odd.
4: Yeah.
0: Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Sword Art Online Odd. Please let me know if you enjoyed this episode. A little bit of political intrigue and a murder mystery is on foot.
2: Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sword Art Online Odd. Wow, what a mystery we have going here! It is spoopy season. We are we are uh we're the spoopies.
4: Yeah, man, I had so much fun this episode. So much uh terror and
2: uh uncomfortableness. All right, guys. And if you enjoyed that episode, please make sure that you subscribe to the podcast and, you know, share it with your friends, your family, your grandmother, your dog. I know your dog would enjoy it because Nachia enjoys it. And that is the Whoa. truth. Good job, N'chia. Uh Beside the point, you can also leave us a rating and review. Hopefully you're on a place where you can do that because you know what? That helps us out and we love reading your reviews. So, Also, in addition, if you want to support us in other ways, consider going to our Patreon and donating to us monthly where you get access to early releases of episodes, special stuff like GM notes, maps and whatnot. And we love you. That's part of it is our love. We'll give you our love. Um, Or you can go to our website, missingroleplayerfound.com and go to our store where you can get merchandise. We got some really cool hats. I just got a few of our snapbacks and wow, they look fantastic they look so cool yeah so make sure you go and try and check that out and also you guys can join us on our discord the link is in the description below or you can follow us on our social medias uh twitter and instagram at RollFound found and on facebook missing role player found all right guys thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week bye guys Bye. bye.
3: bye.